Where the fuck you been, Bernard? Where the fuck you been? Did you really think I wasn't gonna fucking find ya? I'm out the game, Johnny. The fuck you mean you're out the game? The streets fucking need it. They need another hit. They fucking love this stuff. They're eating it up. Johnny, I'm out the game. The fucking hell you're not. Johnny. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of feeding the streets this bullshit. I'm tired of putting this negative energy out on the streets. For fucking killing our own people. Johnny, I'm out. Either you accept it or you don't. I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. It's doing nothing for me. It's doing no We're killing our own fucking people, Johnny. We ain't killing our own people. We're killing these niggas. And if these niggas want the bullshit, we're gonna feed them the bullshit. You know how much fucking money we could be making? I see a fiend every day lined up asking for ya. One hit, two hit, three hit, four hit, five hit, six hit. Who gives a fuck about these niggas? Niggas want this shit. Give niggas the shit. I'm out the game, Johnny. But not. The streets want a fucking podcast. Give them the fucking podcast. think they need a podcast I fucking know so well fuck it here's a podcast welcome back to the podcast uh thanks for joining me y'all man it's always a always a pleasure um to have y'all listen to me you know just talk shit you know, whether it's about, like, some uh, some bullshit going on. You know, mostly music, you know. Just uh, rocking out with me um, while we get some get through some of, like, these, these albums that, that came back. I, you know, I give my little take on some of them. There's some albums I didn't get a chance to listen to. Um, but talk a little bit about... Uh, some current things that went on. Um, one thing I just seen actually, kind of want to talk about that is um, I just seen that uh, Mello is actually uh, you know they just um, confirmed that he's signing with Houston. We already knew that he was gonna sign with Houston um, for a while since um, since Oklahoma City waived him. You know, um, definitely. Uh, that didn't work. That didn't work out too well for for OKC or for Melo. I just think like the the styles like it just didn't match up too well. You know, um, Melo. You know, definitely at like the tail end of his career. And then you put that you put him with like somebody like you know Westbrook. You know, you know Westbrook is trying to get his. 
Paul George is trying to get his. You know, Melo is trying to get his too, but Melo is just at a point where he can't. He can't really, you know, get his like that, like he was able to do so before. So it was it was an interesting dynamic, you know. It didn't work out at all. They were knocked down the first round by Utah. I think they lost in six in six games or five. It might have been six games, but Utah Utah kind of uh, kind of won that handedly. So now for the 2018-2019 season, we got a uh, Melo, you know, about to jump on board with Chris Paul, James Harden, and the rest of them boys up in Houston. You know, we're gonna see what Melo got left. We're gonna see what he got left, man. Honestly, I like I, I think it might work. I think it might work with Melo. Melo in Houston. I'm not saying it's gonna work to the point where like they're gonna like win a championship. When I say it might work, I mean like I don't think they're gonna be. I don't think they're gonna be way worse than than what they were last year. Last year was last year was a great feat. They were like the number one seed. But what I mean by that, I think they're still gonna be you know looked at as like a, a like a top three team in the Western Conference. I don't think they're just gonna go from like you know, winning 60 games or whatever to, like, you know, 45 or, you know, or some shit like that. So that's when I, that's what I mean when I say I think it's going to work. Because if you look at, like, Melo's, if you look at Carmelo's career, he usually, he usually does quite well, like, when he, when he, um, actually, uh, when he plays with a, with a great point guard. You know when he, you know when he first started in his career, he didn't really have that, and then um, and then uh, he played with AI for a little bit, and everybody was like, "Yo, Melo and AI, that's gonna," you know, a lot of people, a lot of people thought that was gonna be like, you know, a dynamic duo type thing, like a, like a good situation for them, but but you know, if you look at you know the style of play, they're both ball dominant. So that, that didn't work too well. They never even got out the first round. You know, they had some good seasons, but, you know, they never got out the first round. They didn't really do anything. Um, and then Denver, they didn't start making too much noise until they actually traded Iverson for Chauncey Billups. And then when they got Chauncey Billups, you know, a, a real, you know, a real true point guard. You know, that's when they went again. That's when they went to the conference finals and then. They went against the um, Los Angeles Lakers, um, you know, in the Western Conference. That was the only time Melo been there when they had Chauncey Billups. You know, it was a nice, it was a nice little run. Nobody expected them to beat, to beat the Lakers, anyways. But you know, it was a nice little run to the conference finals. A nice, a nice series. You know, um, they extended it a little bit. I don't know if it went to Game Seven or if it just went to Six, but I definitely remember. I definitely remember. You know. Melo giving Kobe a, t- a couple tough games. Yeah, he definitely he definitely gave um, Kobe a couple tough games. You know, Kobe was putting in work. Melo was putting in work. It was definitely an exciting, an exciting series. And then after that, of course, you know, uh, maybe a year or two later, you know, Melo was traded to traded to New York. Um, started off a little shaky, 
You know, I think the first year he was there, um, I think the first year they actually went against Boston. Yeah, the first year they went against Boston, and that's when, um, you know, uh, Amari, you know, he punched the, he punched the, the fire extinguisher. And, you know, he, he hurt his arm and all that. Yeah, he, that, that was the first year Melo was, in the, was on the Knicks. And when they, um, they brought Chauncey with him, and, you know, they was, pre- they was playing decent together in New York. They had Chauncey with him. And then, you know, um, Amari ended up being out for the series. And also Chauncey Billups got hurt for the series. So I think if they had, like, you know, Chauncey and, uh, and Amari, they could have done something even that first year together. They could have they at least gave Boston a little scare, but it was just mellow. And he just got to the team. So now you got to, like, try to push, like, this team against Boston, who was, I think, the year before they might have been in the finals or something like you know they're coming either way that was after they had the ring they still had like the the big three they still had the big three on their hands with ray allen paul pierce and uh kg and then um and then after that you know i think after that that was like the linsanity year and then again even like the point guards that they had i think they had like they had like over the hill mike bibby but even um, a point guard that they had that was doing well was over the hill too, but it was Baron Davis. So Baron Davis got hurt. You know, Baron Davis got hurt. Um, I think Iman was even sliding in that point for a little bit, but I think he got hurt as well. Um, uh, Jeremy Lin, you know, he was uh, he had like a little injury, but you know, he was he was trying to. He was trying to save himself because he was trying to get that big deal because that's the year when Linsanity was going on. So, like, you know, so far in these years that Melo's been in the league, he probably only had, you know, like, you know, maybe like two, three years where, like, he played with, like, a great point guard. You know, so he never really, you know, I noticed, like, whenever he plays with a a good, a great point guard, he usually has a great season individually as well as as a team. And then at the next year, that's when, like, the Knicks got all those veterans. That's when they had all those veterans. They had Jason Kidd. Um, they still had Raymond Felton. But, you know, Jason Kidd was coming off the bench for Raymond. Sometimes they were switching it. So you still had, you had that veteran leadership from a point guard right there. And, you know, they had, like, Rashid, and, you know, Kirk Thomas and everybody like that. And then that's the year when the Knicks was, um, they actually won the division title. They had the second seed. They won the second seed in the East. You know, I mean, they ended up losing to Indiana in the, in the second round of the playoffs. But that was a great year for the, that was a great year for Melo as well as the Knicks. I think that year, like, Melo, Melo, like, definitely like a top five MVP candidate that year. So that just shows you, man, like, when Melo plays with a, you know, with a nice, you know, a nice veteran point guard, you know, what what he could do, what he could do for you. I mean, like, I'm not saying Melo's going to put up great, like, great numbers, like 25 and up this year. But I, I think he could, I think he could, I think he could give Houston, like, maybe 18, like 18 to 20 points. But like an 18 to 20 points that matters, you know what I mean? Not just, you know, not just like a random, like, you know, he's going to have a, he's going to get a, a whole bunch of open looks. 
So he just got to, Melo, Melo got to make sure that jump shot is ready. He just got to make sure that jump shot is ready because now he's going to be playing with two great point guards because, you know, not only Chris Paul, but, like, we see what, what James Harden could do when, um, when he was playing point guard that first year. So, I, I don't know. Like, I think, I, think they might be, I think they might be able to do something, man, honestly. They might be able to give um, Golden State a little scare. Of course, you got LeBron in L.A. now. So we got to see how that goes. There's a lot of interesting characters. There's a lot of interesting characters in L.A. I'm surprised LeBron didn't. Well, maybe he did. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe LeBron don't really fuck with Melo like that. Because why you think? Because I'm trying to think, like, you know, I thought, like, you know, they was all cool. You know, for a while they had, like, this banana boat. This banana boat shit that was that was going on with like LeBron, LeBron, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, and, and Melo. They had like this thing. They were supposed to like team up eventually. I think they all had a chance to sign with LA, but I think uh, Wade ended up Wade ended up doing the extension with uh, Miami. Chris Paul did the extension with Houston. And now Melo signing with Houston. I don't think it's because they don't fuck with LeBron. Like I think LeBron, I think LeBron had a chance to recruit Melo, but LeBron was like, "Nah, I'm good off Melo." Instead, he was like, "Let me get bees. Let me get the bees." Yo, because Beasley was jump was dropping buckets on uh, on Melo last year too. When they had that game, I think Beasley dropped like 38, something something stupid like that. I think Melo, it was Melo's return to the garden. I think Melo had like eight points. Nigga Beasley was killing him. But we're going to see the Western Conference is going to be interesting. The East is looking super weak now. It's looking like, it's looking like Boston's going to... Is gonna is gonna run away with it. It's looking like Boston's gonna run away with it. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Tor- Toronto is strong. They got Kawhi now. If Kawhi is healthy, you never know. Cause Toronto is was number one in the East last year. Either number one or number two. Only thing Toronto was scared of this whole time was LeBron. And now LeBron's out of there, so we'll see what happens. And you know, fingers crossed for the Knicks. <laughs> I'm a hometown guy, man. I'm I'm a hometown guy, so man, I'm a, we're gonna see what the we're gonna see what the Knicks is gonna do, man. We got Kevin Knox, man. I think Kevin Knox is gonna be a stud in the league, man. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens with that. But right now, but right now it's it's looking like the finals is gonna be Boston versus Golden State. They just added Boogie Cousins, beast in the paint. But again, we don't even know if he's gonna play until the end of the year. 
So we gotta we gotta see what he could add to the team. But we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see. But we got a while to the to the NBA starts. I think I think NFL um the NFL I think NFL preseason started. I don't I don't fuck with NFL, so I can't really you're not really gonna get too much out of me about NFL. I don't really fuck with football. And not just not just because of the not just because of like the kneeling and, and the capping and shit. I I can give a damn about that, honestly. I just never been a football guy. Kaepernick still don't got a job. Yo, to be to be honest, like I don't like somebody gotta tell me, man. Like I haven't really, I, I've yet to get like a straight answer from a football person. Is, is this nigga Kaepernick washed or not? <laughs> like, is he washed, or is it, or is he, he strictly doesn't have a job because of this kneeling shit? Like, if he was on a team, would he start? I'm trying to, like, figure out. I remember he took... I remember he took... I do remember he was in the Super Bowl. But after that, it was quiet for a couple years, no? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, speaking of NFL... Speaking of NFL, also, um... What's been uh, going on uh, with the mat with Madden? I think Madden dropped. It had to drop because um, there is an uproar of what's going on, dealing with the protests and all of that. Um, YG, has, of course, has a song called Big Bank. It features uh, Nicki Minaj, Two Chains, and it also features Big Sean. And on Big Sean's verse, he has a line where he says something to the extent of "Y'all all cap, I'm all Colin Kaepernick." Only on the, but only, but on the game, they actually, they edit out, they edit out, they edit out Colin Kaepernick like, <laughs> like it's some type of curse. It was just like, nah, 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 yeah. nah, nah, you're not, you're not saying that nigga's name on, on this video game, sorry. Get that shit out of here. Like it's some type of like. Like it's really like a like it's a curse. Like it's some profane language, yo. They had to block out the homie's name. I just thought that I just thought that was crazy. They recently apologized. They recently apologized. I guess they got a little shook that people were gonna um, stop buying Madden. Now, I don't know too much about, like, video game sales and Madden sales, but I, I feel like it, I feel like um the sales wasn't really going to go down because of that. I feel like niggas was going to find a way. <laughs> niggas was going to play that game anyways. Like, damn, niggas can't watch football or play Madden? Shit. I knew all of that shit wasn't gonna happen, but I don't know. If, I don't know if they got the shit situated. I don't know if they, because Big Sean said they didn't clear it with him. YG said they didn't clear it with him. So I don't know what's going on. With, I don't know what's going on with that, but 
besides that, we had more music that came out. Summer 2018. 20 or 2018 in general has been like loaded. You know, we had like albums come out like Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, J. Cole, KOD, Drake, of course, dropped with Scorpion, Kanye dropped two albums, Pusha T, Nas, Tiana Taylor, Jay Z, and Beyonce dropped. Uh, just to name a few, just to name a few, Royce the Five Nine, of course. But the last couple weeks, um, uh, one of the biggest albums that dropped was Travis Scott, Astro World. That's doing astronomical numbers. So that's doing well. YG also dropped with uh, Stay Dangerous. Mac Miller dropped. Uh, his album was called Swimming. Nice vibe to that album. Her dropped the EP. A lot of shit going on. Nicki Minaj dropped this past weekend. Um, I'm gonna stick to Travis a little bit. Um, I fuck with Travis Scott's album. I fuck with Travis Scott's album. Um, I think he put out a dope project, man. Say what you want about Trav, man. Um, at one point, at one point, I said to somebody that that Travis is just a Travis is just a over. Uh, over a glorified uh, mumble rapper, <laughs> a mumble rapper with great production, but you know I, th- I think he I think he evolved, I think he evolved from that. I think he evolved from that man, um, cause like some of the tracks on on this album is just like flat out like amazing. Some of, like the range that he uh, that he pulled off on this man, the different flows. You know, of course, his ad-libs is always on point. Um, the production itself, like, um, my favorite joint on the re- on the album right now is um, Stop Trying to Be God. Like, just, just like a, oh, man, just like a great record on it, man. Um, I just think it's super dope. I just, I just love the way that he was able to, like, you know, get in his bag with that one. And he had, uh... Yeah, Stevie Wonder playing the harmonica on that joint. I forget who it was, the dude that was um that was uh singing towards the end, but he bodied it. Oh, uh, Kid Cudi humming on that joint, man. Like you know you know it's a fire record when you got when you got Kid Cudi just like humming. <laughs> when you got Kid Cudi just like humming throughout the record. Like not even like a credited feature. Like you, like you just gotta like dig deep and be like, oh, I knew that was Cuddy humming. There's certain artists that like um, once you know like if that album has like an uncredited vocal by them, you just know that like alright, yo, it's kind that shit is kind of lit. Like if like if the Dream has like an uncredited vocal on the album, the shit is probably dope. Ty Dolla Sign is one of those uh, artists right now too. Like the Dream is gonna be on every Kanye. Beyonce or Jay-Z album for the rest of or Rihanna album for the rest of his life. I nigga <laughs> I nigga straight. And Frank Ocean another one too. Frank Ocean gonna sneak his gonna sneak his way in your headphones too. You're gonna be like all the time like niggas is wondering like yo where the fuck is Frank Ocean at? Next thing you know that nigga singing 
about like skies and shit. Frank, Frank Ocean be coming through sing, singing about the most random shit on niggas' albums. But that joint, that joint I like. Um, Yosemite, I like. Um, with Gunna. I knew I was getting old because I thought I thought that was Young Thug for like ten days, yo. My coworker was like, "Nah, that's Gunna." It's like, oh, oh, Gunna's on that. Um, Yosemite and uh, a Nav is on that as well. Nav with the extra with the extra low vocals on that. With the extra low vocals on that. I don't know if that was purposely done or by accident. I thought it came out cool. Like, we don't need to be running around listening to a whole bunch of nav anyway, so. The 15 seconds that he got on the end of the Travis Scott song was cool. Um, I love the rapping on Coffee Bean. That took me, um, that took me a little bit by surprise. The rapping on that. Nice little like uh nice little story storytelling. Well not really storytelling, but actually um it's rare that Travis actually rappers like that anyways are actually like rapping about some shit. Like um he was talking about how like uh how he how he kinda doesn't fit in with the family. I don't know if it was like a prior relationship or I'm assuming he's talking to um Kylie. But um, fitting in with the family, you know, he's already a black dude, things like that. So I thought the rapping on that was dope. It was a little surprising. The second half of um of Stargazing, I thought he snapped on that. I thought he did. I thought he did really well on that one. Yeah, man. Dope tracks. Some some real some real dope tracks on that, man. I'm fucking with uh with Astro World. I fuck with that. Definitely one of the definitely one of the top albums. Definitely one of the top albums so far. I definitely got to put them up there. YG YG I took a listen to. Um, wasn't too impressed with YG's album honestly. Wasn't really too impressed with Stay Dangerous. Of course he's gonna have like a he's gonna have some tracks on it. That's you know that's hard, but. Well, yeah, well, you know, I wasn't really. I feel like he could have done better. I'm starting to think that the first. I'm starting to think that his first album was a fluke. Cause that first album was so crazy. Um, my crazy life. When he's kind of like, you know, he's kind of like taking us through like a whole story of him, like, you know, doing like home invasion. Things like that, like I, I thought that was so dope. It was like the hood version. It was like the, like the hood, like you know, Good Kid, Mad City is hood too. But it was like the, it was like the flip side of like Good Kid, Mad City. Like in Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick is you know, Kendrick is like the the character who, who's the good kid, obviously. And but um. He's the good kid, but he's like around, you know, all of this, uh, you know, his surrounding is not really the most positive, you know, and he's just like, and he's somebody who could like get out of it, but you know, but he's around it, but he's around that energy. Wow. YG is, YG is one of the, on the flip side, he's one of the, 
the dudes that's like, you know, that's about it. That's that's really doing it. So, you know, like that album was was amazing. But his last two albums, it's starting to make me think that the that the first one was a fluke. So, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not the biggest YG fan, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I could be wrong. I was I wasn't really feeling the album. Mac Miller's album also came out swimming. Fresh off the breakup with Ariana Grande. Um, this album was like very, uh, it was a nice vibe to it. It was a nice vibe to it. It was, it was cool, man. It was cool. Um, it's one of those albums that, you know, I just listened to it straight through. Uh, off the bat, one of the tracks that I really like is 2009. I thought that was fire. Um, Jet Fuel. And one of the tracks, I don't know if he put it out as a single. I think it's called, I want to say it's called Hurt Feelings, but I ran through Mac Miller's album pretty quick. I got to listen to that again, but, you know, off like my first, my first couple of listens, I'm digging the project. Digging the project. Definitely a, definitely a cool joint. I also got a chance to check out Nicki Minaj's project. Um, I'm gonna be political because I don't, I don't, like, I don't know if guys are allowed to say that a female rapper's album is like is whack or trash. Like, I don't know. Like, are, are guys allowed to say that a female rapper's album is is trash? Like, are we supposed to like a female rapper's album? It just wasn't, it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me, honestly. But it can't just be because it's a, it's a female rapper, because Rhapsody's album is, Rhapsody's album is, is, is fucking amazing. So it's not just, it's not just because she's a female rapper, but like, you know, and like I wasn't a big fan of Cardi's album either. I just like good raps, man. Like good raps, great production, like song structures and subject matter. Nicki did have some joints though. Of course Barbie Dreams is Barbie Dreams is out there. People loving that. Uh, let me see what else is on Barbie Jean. Chun Li's tough too. Chun Li's hard. I like the joint with Foxy. That's hard, but a lot of people feel like that that joint is trash. Some people, some people say that that shit is whack, but I think it's hard. I like that one, but she probably got like three, like three or four songs. That's that's good out of out of eighteen songs, and it's like. Kind of trash, man. Album's kind of trash, man. It's it's not for me. It's not for me, man. But the Bar- Barbie Dreams is is, is is heavy right now. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I can't really, I can't see myself listening to to Nicki's album again. Just just to be honest, but. 
again as a guy, I don't I don't know if I don't know if we fellas, I don't know if we supposed to I don't know if we supposed to have like an opinion on on certain female rap albums. I don't know if we're supposed to, I don't know if we're supposed to judge it, man. I can't really gauge it if we're allowed to. 2018 kind of crazy, man. People people making a whole bunch of different rules in 2018, so. Fellas, I don't know if we're supposed to have like a, like a fair, like a fair opinion on, on certain female, um, female creators. Um, also Trippy Red dropped the album. That's all you're gonna get from me, Trippy Red Dropper album. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna listen to a Trippy Red album. I'm just saying, I'm just letting y'all know now. Like I'm, I'm never listening to a Trippy Red album. That's, that's all you're gonna get. To, yeah, that's all you're gonna get from me. If I hear it, I hear it. If I hear some music from Trippy Red, I hear. It. I think I heard the, I think I heard the Dark Knight demo. Join with Travis. I think I heard that before. But that that's all you're gonna get from me. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, man, I feel like right now I'm I'm twenty six years old, so I'm getting to the point where like some of these new niggas I'm not I'm probably never gonna listen to their albums ever. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I feel like at a certain age, there's like a there's like a cutoff of like shit that you should that you could be like listening to. Like I don't really need to be listening to like these these seventeen year old like rappers that are like, you know, rapping about popping pills and sipping lean and funny looking tattoos on their face and like colorful dreads and like it's you know, it's it's you know, I'll leave that to the for the for the young kids, man. I feel like I feel like um at my age, twenty five and twenty five and up, twenty five, twenty six and up. I feel like our cutoff is like our cutoff is like uh is like tra- like the last amount of like the last like people that we should be listening to like our cutoff is is like Travis Scott, Future. Migos, you know, like, people on that, people on that, like, little mix, I, I feel like that was our cut, I feel like that's our cutoff, these other, like, little, like, unless if they could, like, unless if they could, like, really rap, and if they're, like, actually, like, saying some shit, like, if they're young, and they're, like, saying some shit that, like, you know, actually makes sense, they got, like, you know, great production, you know, you know, great lyricism, they actually, like, putting out, like, great music, more than just, like, more than just, like, a a hard beat, then, yeah, like, we could still listen to that, but if they just, like, giving us, like, bullshit, like, nah, there's a cutoff, like, that's our cutoff right there, like, Travis, Migos, anybody who came within that, Rich, like, even, like, you know, Rich the Kid was doing a lot of music with the with the Migos, so that's cool. He like we could we could snatch him up, like even like Uzi, like we could snatch him up because he'd been around he'd been around for like a few years. We could snatch Uzi up. We could we could listen to you could listen to that, but these like these other like young niggas that's like seventeen and rapping about bullshit with the tats on the like, nah, I'm good off. I'm good off that. 
I'm good off that, man. Like, like I never was a partier. Any, I never was like a club goer or anything like that. But even like now, even if I go to like a, even if I go to a spot that has that plays some of this music, I'm like, I'm like, yo, what the, like, like, what am I listening to right now? Like, you know, I'm not even trying to get, like, sweaty listening to this shit right now. Like, you know, like, it's a little over for that type of shit. But, yeah, man, I just think that, you know, it, it's it's not, that shit is not for me. That shit is not for me at this point. Yeah, I got to move on from that, man. Like, these rappers being promote, being, you know, promoting this drug use. You know, just for like, ev- just for like evil, like you know, record execs like Leor, like Leor Cohen, just to, <laughs> just to be like, ex- just to be exploiting that shit. That shit is so, that shit is so cringe to me, man. But everybody gotta get the, everybody get their pay, everybody gotta get their money somehow, though, right? That's what it's about, so. Um, yeah, so I mean, there was a, of course, there's a whole bunch of more music. Oh, Buddy, Buddy dropped the album. Buddy dropped the album. That's that was fucking amazing. Uh, the internet dropped the album. That was that was fucking amazing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta listen to those albums a little bit more because those, those two projects. When I, I listen to those two projects the same day. I think they came out on the same day. Um, but yeah, man, those two projects were dope. Buddy. Buddy, I forgot the name of his album, and also the internet. Yeah, dope music. Davies dropped the tape. I listened to Davies' tape. Um, I think I think Dave got to step it up, man. I think East, I think Davies got to step it up been rapping about the same shit for a minute now and he's over 30 without even dropping an album i mean the first paranoia could have been an album but he said it was an ep so look at 30 no album still rapping about the the same shit fucking a bitch and popping a perk like come on man like i don't know if he's like saving the good shit for like when it's like really album time when it's like really album mode, but like you gotta you gotta give us more, man. East, you gotta give us more, man. But we'll see what's going on. Maybe the good shit is gonna be on the album whenever that's ready to drop. So, alright, so what else going? What else went on? Kanye was on Jimmy Kimmel. Kanye was on Jimmy Kimmel. They, they said my man Kanye got stumped by, by Jimmy Kimmel about the, about the Trump question. I'm not going to lie. He, he got stumped a little bit. He got stumped a little bit, but I thought Kanye was going to be on Jimmy Kimmel, like, you know, saying that he was going to go on tour or some shit like that. I could really care less about, like, all the Trump shit. Like, they still asking him about the Trump shit. I'm just mad a nigga like Jimmy Kimmel stump yay, like, 
Like, Jimmy Kimmel is a cool but not cool nigga. You know, like, it's like, yeah, he cool, but he not cool. And you let him stump you? And then I seen some shit with, like, G-Eazy. But, like, G-Eazy on Twitter. G-Eazy said some shit to Ye, like, we're waiting. We're waiting for your answer. I was like, damn, man. I'm trying to get to this point with some white, with some, uh, some white cokehead coke nigga is, che- is checking you. <laughs> I, uh, man, I'm not trying to get to that point. But I don't know. We'll see, man, as the, as the summer gets to an end, man. A lot of a lot of music came out, man. Let's see how the let's see how the year ends in general too, man. Cause you know, like once it starts getting chilly, I like when it starts getting like a little a little nippy out. Like I like the fall, man. Like when the fall comes through, get to layer up. You know, in the winter you get to bundle up a little bit. I like that shit. I'm not really a summer dude like that. Yeah, I'm not really a summer dude like that at all. I also like the music that comes with the winter, so. Seeing that Esco's dropping another album. The album that he was actually working on before the, the Kanye joint. And I like the Kanye joint. Like, I love Najee. I love that Najee album. But I guess, like, as a fan that knows, like, everything that's, that's up with Nas, like, I watch, like, every interview, even if somebody just says, like, one thing about Nas, like, and I see it, and they're like, I'm watching that interview to hear what they said. Like, if, if, uh, if they're interviewing a, a Nas producer or a collaborator, like, I'm listening to that interview, and I already knew that Nas had, like, a, had, like, an album that he was, like, working on that was supposed to drop before the, the Kanye shit, so I guess when I'm listening to it, I'm listening to it from, like, different ears from somebody, whereas to somebody who doesn't really know, like, the backstories of, like, what's going on We'll like, wow, these artists are recording this album. They're probably just listening to album. Like, all I know is that Nas ain't dropped an album since 2012. And I thought this shit was going to be more fire than this. While like, somebody with me is just like, oh, he's dropping, a, like a, he's dropping another project with Ye. He's going to, you know, of course, there's going to be some dope tracks on it. But it's not the album that he was, like, working on himself. And, and that album is going to be... And that album is going to be crazier, so I listen to shit with different ears. So we'll see how the, we'll see how the year ends with music, man. It's been a good year so far. A lot of bullshit and a lot of good stuff, you know, like, like how it always is, man. That's, that's nothing new, so we'll see how that goes, but... You know, and um, again, man, thanks, thanks for joining me, man. Listen to me, uh, listen to me. You know, just pop shit. You know, talk about some of the current shit that dropped. Thanks for joining me. Um, I'ma catch y'all, man. I'ma catch y'all later. One. <laughs>